0: Hello and welcome to Diary of the Suburban Hood Moms. Real Talk with Real Sisters. I'm Nikki. I'm Andrea. And this is episode Hood Moms and the Kids. Sponsored by Victus Equities. Helping people build wealth and retirement through real estate. Today is Friday, June 12th. In the year of chaos 2020. And I'm Barbara (laughs) Wawa. If you're not already following Suburban Hood Moms on Instagram or Facebook, head over and do it now. You get access to sneak peeks on what's to come, bloopers, upcoming giveaways, and the Hoodlopedia. Woo woo. I feel like we should have a lolo bouncing at that I point. Oh right. <laughs> like in like the 20-inch um them tanza. Yeah. Thim-tanzo. Oh, yeah, them Um I'm tired. I'm tired. It's late. Mm, it's late. <laughs> it really is it late, really actually. Is. We're technically now into Saturday. Yeah. But, you know, that's how we roll. Um, we got our four kids out there with um, my husband and Chapo. Who's, she retired. She's locked up in a room watching movies. She's done. But she said goodnight. <laughs> she did. She's. All, I'm like, are you going to bed? She goes, no, I'm just going to watch movies. Yeah, so goodnight. Yeah, she's done. So we're leaving it all up to my husband uh Nikki's has been sleeping cuz he has to work tomorrow. Not here at home. Not here. Yeah, he's at his <laughs> We're not a commune. Nikki actually not has yet. her own home, but we, um, we work here. We work here and um we're just tired. Like it hit me like a Mack truck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I'm like, uh let's just do it, eh. We're going to do it. <laughs> We're going to do it. <laughs> Hello. They always get those teasers. I know. So um, you came here today. You came to my house all like in a tizzy. Yeah. Why, don't, why don't we tell our friends why? So, and it's actually funny because I just told Andrew a couple weeks ago that my daughter, Antonia, was getting so much better at this. But we have a small problem in our house. And it really irks me because Antonia has been lying and it's not new, and she will go long bouts of time without lying. And she's not lying about, like, big stuff, like She's not, like, broken. embezzling funds. Yeah. She ain't dealing to the neighborhood kids. Right. But it's the stupidest stuff that she lies about that she will always get caught on, mm-hmm. that we catch her on. And then I can ask her, hey, did you do this? And she'll look me straight in the face and say yes, and she's lying. Why are you going to lie about my friend and me? Look. The- So, uh, me and my niece, we're like, we're best frenemies. So. Literally. We literally love to hate each other. And they love each other behind each other's back. Because if I'm at home and I'm like, your auntie's so stupid. She's like, no, she's not. Right. And like, whenever my frenemy gets in trouble, I'm like, why you got to get mad at my frenemy? Leave her alone. So like today, she was actually supposed to have a sleepover. Yeah. Um, with Andrea's daughter. Yep. At our brother's house, right, and him and his wife went, and they got, and I didn't know this, they got like board games right. and were gonna, all this stuff. They are gonna order pizza and watch movies to do with the kids. They were gonna let the dog and sleep Evangeline, in their room. My daughter was like, woke up today, She's like, yeah, I'm so excited about today. I'm so excited. About yeah, so today. did Antonia. I know, but then I caught her in a lie, mm-hmm. and she didn't own up to the lie either. Uh-uh. And so she lost that sleepover. I mean, I gotta give it to my niece though. She can carry that up. Like, oh, she's yeah. like, like she's... She'll carry the lie to her grave stone face. She's faced. strong in like, that. Like, I don't know where she gets that from. I can't lie like that. Well, no, but the stubbornness is what's inherited. The stubbornness yeah. she gets from her mama and her daddy. Yeah. But, but <laughs> so, she's in trouble. She's on punishment. Yeah, it was a big thing. So, I told Evangeline, I said, you know, it's just not fair... If you go, first of all, I know she's going to cry in the middle of the night because she won't have her her sister cousin with her. Um, that's what they are. I know. Cousins. I know. It's so true, though. And then um, and then it just didn't feel right. Like Nikki and I are in here recording and then poor Antonia stuck out there with my crappy boys. Who, who are want like, nothing to do with they her. They want nothing to do with the girls. They're like, Ugh. actually, Mikey's our brother started calling them the OMG girls the yeah, other day. Yeah, that's so funny. I love, the, I love that. I love that. So now they're the OMG girls. The boys yeah. want nothing to do with them. I, my boys used to call them dumb and dumber. And really, what she did was a small offense. Yeah. But you got to make the point. Yeah. I. What else was I going to take away from her today? Right. I couldn't take away from her coming here because I had to come here because we had to work. Right. And it, I'm I'm just so over. And here's the thing, because we're all, we're all friends here, right? So it's like we're we, family. We're family. We're family. We're family. So we can we can trust you. With our, with our secrets, our, our parenting secrets. So that's what we're, we're here today to talk about us. We hood moms. Mm-hmm. And we got kids. Mm-hmm. And um, we have some... Unpopular. Unpopular parenting strategies that used to be very yeah. popular. Like, had this been 30 years ago, we would be we'd like run-of-the-mill moms. Actually, we'd actually probably be too nice for 30 years ago. Yeah, oh yeah. Chopper in her prime. Oh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, but uh for us like you know nikki and i sat down and you know we we've now this is what our fifth recording no i think yeah because we've done a lot of um deletes and redos no, no, no i know but topic wise oh this is yeah like our fifth one, two, three, one right four, yeah so you know we do a lot of stops and starts and stops and starts and, and sometimes we record something and it just doesn't feel right like it doesn't sit well with and us and we have to start all over And the first again. time we did this, we just sounded angry. <laughs> like we were just mad. Because okay. I don't I don't just get mad at my kids and I don't just get mad at your kids. Right. I get mad at your all kids. the kids. Right. So it's well known that I per- don't particularly care for children. She says that. Now, when I say that, I don't mean I want harm to come to That's children. not true. I don't. That's not true. Unless they're mine, so I'm going to hurt them. Because I, no I, gonna, no, I ain't going to, no, I ain't going to lie. We family. We family. We're family. We're family. I see family. some kids. Oh yeah. You and I'm like, beat that. ooh, wanna well, we want to hurt that ass, child. Right? But, um, I don't particularly, um, parenting is hard work. It's and, so hard. And I remember sitting around with, um with some other newer moms back when I was a first time mom. And everyone was sitting around talking about how wonderful their children were, how they were angels. Oh, my gosh, when they slept. And Wait, at, and at the same time, are these kids, like, tearing up a house and running around all sticky and shit? Um, no, it was just different. They were really small. All, our kids were babies at the time. So nobody was sticky running around with nothing. Oh. Um, but I remember... Is that chocolate They're all. Oh. oh. <laughs> and I remember them all going on and on about their precious angels, which they are. You know, babies are beautiful, innocent, precious creatures. I love babies. But um, they would all say that when their kids slept that this is what they thought. You know, these wonderful thoughts. And I said, you know, when my kids wake up every day, my first thought is we got work to do. And the look on their faces was like, what? I'm like, yes, because I have the responsibility of trying to put forth these Good, hardworking members of society. So I can't just be like, oh, you're wonderful, you're wonderful, you're wonderful all the time. There's work involved. They don't get a trophy every day for breathing. They don't get a trophy for breathing. There's no participation trophies up in here. So Nikki and I had to scrap that last one because we just, we were mad. Well, I mean, hey. I'll have a right to be mad. And sometimes I'm hormonal, too. And I was probably hot that Dude. day. Dude, we were hormonal. It was a week was ago. Was it before Samuel L.? My Samuel L. was happening. Yeah, see? See? Okay, side note. I need to add that to the hoodlopedia. Yeah, Samuel um, I have named my menstrual cycle Samuel l well i just adopted it so he's and it's wanting. andrew samuel L. too he goes from my house and then he always comes over to her right house. after and then i go you know what she'll say samuel L. has left my house so i'm like nah he's gonna go back because he left behind his sock because sometimes he leaves a cuff link. sometimes he leaves behind a tie just when i think he's gone and i'm back to my sometimes normal wear he serves himself some ice cream and he goes back and he left the dish yeah. still there and he get up up in my uterus looking like that guy from um Avengers, the... Oh, my God. Star-Lord's friend. OMG. I just lost his name. Avengers. Not Avengers. Not... Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. The bald guy. Oh, yeah. And he's inside that that monster with the knives, and he's trying to kill it from the inside. Okay. That's my uterus. It was a really long way around. I couldn't remember the name. Anyway... But yes. yeah, so Samuel L comes and sometimes Samuel L be fucking with me. Yeah. Why do we call him why do we call it Samuel L? No disrespect to Mr. Jackson. No. But it angry like Samuel L. An angry it come in and fuck shit up. Yeah. There are too many motherfucking ovaries on this motherfucking uterus. Yeah, it's like his wallet in Pulp Fiction. Badass motherfucker. <laughs> that's what happened. And that's and, what happened. And when we're both like synced up, like our cycle gets synced up in our periods, like either they're like a day or two apart or they're like one week and then the very next week and it's just not a lot of good stuff happening and as I'm getting older and I really think I'm premenopausal um it's just getting worse <laughs> so then it's like Samuel and his prime I know it's like Samuel and he got a posse like I always think of the Pulp Fiction uh-huh. clip when he got the brains in his fro oh yeah that's my that's that's my down parts yeah oh. minus the fro oh we clean down there oh mm. so we had to scrap that whole one so we didn't sound so angry so now we're nice and calm and we're tired. here and we're drained. Yeah, we're drained because of our kids. kids so with So, we have to sit down and and just be honest with ourselves. Like, what kind of mothers are we? So, the Weird. first the first thing that we are entrusting you with the first little morsel of information is we, we spank our kids. Now, they don't get spanked every day. They don't get beat. We don't use the belt. No. Though they've been threatened. We don't take a switch off a tree. No. But we do use our chancla. Hell yeah. I am going to use a friggin' wooden spoon you know if it's why? my grasp. Because sometimes it hurts my hand when I hit that bottom. So I just grab a chancla and, whoosh, yeah. and it's good. Yeah. And they, they see that. Like, they see that chancla and they're like, now, I'm trying to think. Like, I really had to stop and think, when was the last time I spanked one of my kids? and i think it's when i think it's when my yeah my mill son got really mad at my daughter and he like went at her like went at her throat just like quickly and quietly he just went like i don't believe it don't talk about my nephew like that oh my i was like and i was right there too and like (laughs) as soon as he did it he dropped his hand his eyes got wide he looked at me and i was like what and then she tried to defend her brother too she did dummy she's so dumb but it's been it's been a really long time but see um you know who's the worst at stuff like this like on social media Hmm. well first of all you have people all over social media telling you about how not to discipline your kids you know Hitting begets hitting. I'm sorry. That's a crock of shit. Yeah, because I ain't never hit nobody and got cut. Good lord. But especially like the grandmas, like that are on social media, mm, and all I know a grandma, <laughs> and all they do is talk about and post how best to. Um, uh, reprimand your children, and I'm thinking, like, listen, old lady. I remember you when you was young. No, but I can tell you a lot of them, like some of them that I know, that did handle their kids that way, and it's like, um, your kids been in jail, and your kids been dabbling in the drugs. Well, and then some of them kids, they in jail and dabbling drugs, so they never got spanked. Uh huh. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They didn't. They yeah. They were on the up opposite end of the spectrum, um, being very. You know, I'm and, all for positive reinforcement. But at the same time, you know. And again, there's that line between beating and spanking. Yeah. We know. Calm your britches. And there's the threats, that the, the warnings. Hey, you know what's going to happen. And then they break the rule. And then, hey, you know what's going to happen. I'm warning you. You need to stop. I'm sorry. After the third warning, and they still be acting dumb. I do the same. Whoops they old That chancla coming. And is at the point that most of the time I can say, I'm going to grab that chancla and she'll stop. Yeah. Or Most of the time. You know what warms my heart? When I walk towards them, like kind of quickly. Yeah. And their eyes get really big. And they're like, like, oh, Do oh. you yeah. see the fear? Yeah. And I'm like, that's right. A healthy dose of fear. Never hurt anybody. Is my best friend. Right. So. A hundred percent. We also... We nag our kids. Oh, hell yeah. So, they know. And Nikki, my house and Nikki's house is the same thing. They come home. Let's say it's back when, you know, they were in school. Back in the old Remember days. Remember back then? We used to go to a place called school. Um, They know it's the same rules. You come in the house. You take off your shoes. You wash your Hands. Yeah, wash all them germy, nasty kids off all your hands. I will the... say this. All kids, I think, are nasty, germy. Uh-huh. So don't get offended because I think my own child nasty, germy. Yeah, we think our kids are nasty, germy. We think your kids are nasty, germy. Yeah, too. all kids is Petri dishes right. that eat. So they know the routine. It doesn't mean that every single day, especially if like I go to Nikki's house or Nikki comes to my house and we're like, hey, take off the shoes, wash your hands, put your backpacks away. And then their kids are like, we know. Well, then why didn't you do it, fool? You know, and then but they know, right? But they're going to sit down. And they're like, hey, mom. They're going to try you and see what if happened we don't do it. And I'm like, uh-uh, why are you even talking to me? Don't talk to me. Go take care of your business. It's the same thing in the morning when they wake up. It's the same thing with dinner. Yeah. Go put your plate up. Go, I'm not going to be the mom that kills herself and just lets her kids go off. And I'm going to come up and clean up everything. If they're big enough to do it, then they're going to do it. That's how they learn chores. Right. So, like, all four of our kids are... Starting to get their breakfasts together. Even on their Eva- own. Even Evangeline, who's still five, she's about to be six. But her brothers help her if she can't do it. Yeah. So she's learning actually, she's like learning how to like put the stuff in the toaster and mm-hmm. you know how to get it out and lift the lever. And it gives Chapo a heart attack because Chapo's like <gasps> and I'm like, No, it's okay. She needs to learn the independence. That's just one less thing for us to not be tired about. And I mean Yes, it's work to teach them. And I understand the parents that are like, you know what? Let me just do it. It's just so much easier. I get I get it. I'm with you on a lot of that stuff. Yeah, because just a short order cook. <laughs> but I am. But at the same time, you get to a point where you're like, you have to be able to survive without me here. So I'm going to tell you Dave's, uh, my husband's take on the whole thing. It, I hate it, but so... My husband believes that kids are like animals. In the oh my wild. god! I remember when he said that. And, uh, yeah. And that I was... look at him like, huh? He's like, well, yeah. You know, you look at like the, the the mama bears in the wild or like the the mother wolves in the wild. He goes, and you know when their little like pup gets out of line, they nip at him. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> that's why I don't know if we should have him alone with the children right now. how <laughs> Dave's responsible for the kids, I'm scared. But um, he he's like they have to be able to fend for themselves. He's like so it's our job to get them ready for the world. It makes a lot of sense. I just don't necessarily agree with comparing our be, children and to on animals. the same note, like me and Antonia always joke. I'm like you live with mommy forever. Oh no, I be with mommy that. forever. Zach's like 18. Get the fuck out the house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but in reality, I don't want her to be 30 living at home. No. I want her out on her own. I want her to have explored at least some part of the world, even if it's within this own country. But I don't want her 30 at home. No. I, they need to. It's like you don't fully develop. You, it's like there's a part of you that ceases if you don't move beyond. And so, you know, at so because our kids are so young, Nikki and I are like, nag, nag. Nag, nag, nag. To the nag, point, nag, 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 nag. And then we have to say stuff like, hey, if you would do what you knew you were supposed to do, you wouldn't have to hear us talk. And then somebody, usually Ian, mm-hmm. gets a little like uh, spice in his feather and is like, yeah, see, if you would listen, then da 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 da. Right. My uh, my middle son uh, is, he's like the, the, the go getter. He is the one that, um, does everything without being told he you know cleans his room from top to bottom he's a pretty good kid but um you definitely see the other ones kind of throw him a little shade so yes we are naggy moms we also set some very clear boundaries yeah so um not once ever actually i don't think your kids have either i've seen like a kid like smack the parent oh hell even as like a a smaller toddler. Oh yeah, hell no. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. My child has never had to do that or tried Mm -hmm. to do that. No. Because if she did, her ass gonna get swatted back. I remember when Nicholas was, of course it would be Nicholas, right? Yeah. When Nicholas was about... (laughs) Poor Nick. He can't be all the bad examples. (laughs) (laughs) When Nicholas was like one and a half, maybe two. Um, Did he try some shit? And mom and dad had recently moved here from California. And, um, yeah, he walked up to me, and he asked me for something, and I said no. And he was standing, and I was standing. So, he got his hand, and he went, SWAT! Like, right, like, hit me, like, kind of, like, got my stomach. And I opened my eyes, like, wide, like, what you do? And my dad was like, oh. oh. Dead. And I got that chubby little hand. I wound back and crack right on the top of his hand. And he looked at me with this... Like, eyes big, I got real close to his face. I just said, no, you don't hit mommy. And he was like, I thought we, you know, whatever. He never did it again. So that, that's just like, I'm sure there are studies upon studies done by some non-parent out there. Shove it up your ass. That have said hitting begets hitting. Well, let me tell you, we come from generation upon generation of mothers that spank their children, and guess what? We never went and tried to hit our mamas. Now, what, what we did decide on though is like we wouldn't use the belt yeah. on our kids. Yeah, we knew like the belt. So was there on are breath. things in the generation that had that have changed. Right. Um, and then along the line of boundaries, they know like, hey, we can still joke and play with each other. To an extent. Right. But they know <laughs> some. Right. When to stop. Well, the other day, my daughter, uh, I was calling her to do something. She said, hey, I told you, go wash your hands. She goes, I am, I am. Calm down. Oh. And I said, what did, what did you say to me? Because we like, laugh. I'm like, the they, they always call me a clown. Like, we laugh and joke. And, you know, that's just our nature with our kids. She's not always mean, everybody. <laughs> Only sometimes. Um, and I, I said, get get over here, come back here. And she comes like running back and her eyes are big. And I said, you don't tell me to calm down. I'm going to tell you to calm down because you're my child, but you will never be my equal. You don't tell me to calm down. Do you understand me? And she was very, it was very clear. And, uh, she was just like, yes. I think she was just relieved that that's as bad as it was. Well, I remember like it was like a summer or two ago, and most of the siblings were together, and we're together. We are louder than we are on this podcast. Right. And we're laughing and major inappropriate jokes. And her oldest, I don't even know how old he was at this time, he was like, I can't wait. To be part of that group again it was it was last summer was it last summer It was last summer and he, he's like i can't wait to be part of the group and we had to stop like everybody's like us, ah, breaks no like, no 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 we you are not a part of our group your group <laughs> is over, over there, there with the sticky hands the other cousins like you are not a part of us Even as an adult, you still won't get all those same little avenues and ends. I mean, I think, I mean, my, my mom, both my mom's brothers are gone and the relationship was different. But I think about our dad's brothers and sisters who we are, obviously we're adults. We have children of our own now. But even still, when I talk to them, I don't feel like I'm their equal I definitely feel... Like, we still use the title, like, aunt and of, uncle. of respect and, um, you know, their presence this like, really? Because you all dropping F-bombs left and right. Yeah, but when but we're talking to them, we don't drop it that I much. Not that Drop it that much. I drop it more. Right. But even still, like, I don't, like, I'll tell Andrew you're so fucking stupid, but I wouldn't tell my aunts and uncles that. Right. So, um, that, it's just, it's not the same, and... I I have to, we have to make sure that our kids realize that that level of respect, if it's established with us at home, it'll go across into their relationship with their in-laws should they get married, or it goes into- Even into school, they right, know how to act with their teachers and, and, and administrators. Right, and it's very important to us that our kids maintain that kind of respect like, right here, we're complaining about our kids here and there, or our kid did this or our right. kid did that. Um, I remember this year, I went to Antonia's parent-teacher conference, and her teacher sees her, and she's in a dual-language program. So, at school, she's Antonia, and I feel like I see, like, fuego fire behind her. Mm. And her teacher says, oh, Antonia, she's just so perfect. Huh? And me and my husband both looked at each other like, what kid she talking about? Is mm-hmm. there another Antonia in this school? But it's because all that stuff at home translates in a positive way It's at that school. thing I saw. It's private behavior is public display. So what you allow to happen at home, you can't like allow, we can't allow our kids to talk however they want and do whatever they want and then expect them to be perfect in public. We have to instill those rules, and it's exhausting. Exhausting. Like, at the end of the day, I am just done. Yeah, I will, like, text my husband in the day. Like, he'll text and say, hey, what's going on or whatever, because he's at work. And if it's a bad day with Antonia because we're just having to redo stuff over and over again, or she's meltdowning or whatever, all I just say is, you're freaking daughter (laughs) and then he knows like should i come home today should i not come home today yeah so the boundaries kind of runs into the next one which is follow through so if we tell our kids hey you know what the rules are so if you don't do x y and z expect to lose your video game time expect to lose your tell or like today I was just gonna with, say with Antonia you know it's a treat for us when we can be kid free or less one kid well I even I told my husband when I talked to him this like or I think we were texting and I said Antonia's not going to the sleepover because she got in trouble she was lying and so I had to take the sleepover away and that sucks for me because now you're you're punished too because your free time or whatever extra time you would have gotten is gone it is gone but that's where the work comes in the work comes in in maintaining those those boundaries and the follow-through which is to hold true to your threats because after a while you know kids are smart yeah they know like oh, they're just they're just screwing and they'll out. see what they can do like i can say hey you're this isn't going to happen and i can say it a second time this isn't gonna happen. And by the third time, I'm like, girl, you're done. You're out. And then it's like the end of the world. She's so shocked, right? <gasps> right. But. Like, how? Oh, oh, how? What do you mean? It's like, wait a minute. You were warned uh-huh. multiple times, and now you're shocked. It's like when you would take electronics from Nick. Oh yeah. And you're like, it sucks for me because now I have more. Right. So Nick is my oldest. <laughs> And so he is the guinea pig. I think any oldest children in a family listening um, can probably relate. Don't call my nephew an animal because Dave's going to prove his theory. Right. Um, Can relate that you're the ones that you feel like your parents were the harshest with you. But probably because as the oldest or only children, you're pushing those boundaries. You're seeing what can I get away with? What can I... um, what is it? How far can I go? And the younger siblings are watching going, well, that's not going to work. He's an idiot. Yeah. And then they adjust their behavior and they either a learn a way around it or B, they just know how to behave. They, they know what's coming for them. They work the system better, you know, so that's what we deal with with my son is he's always he, he's the class clown. He's so fucking funny. That's his issue. I will never admit it to him. (laughs) No, he is crazy funny. He's super quick-witted, but that wit gets him into (laughs) trouble. And he knows it, too. He'll, like... Oh, like, (laughs) two weeks ago, we were sitting there, and he said something, and he's all, ah, 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 and then he goes, I'm going to stop, because what I want to say... I knew it was going to get me in trouble. And we're like, yes, yes, don't do it. Stop. He finally learned. So that's, you know, where he knows that whatever we're going to threaten him with, the follow through will be there. So you'll often hear our kids, any one of the four, talk about, like, I can't do that because my mom is not like your mom. My mom's a mean mom. And we, like, she'll yell at Antonia. I'll yell at her kids. Uh, There's no, like. Don't talk to my child that way. Oh, hell no. Like, that's crazy. Like, all my siblings, I'm like, if she's being a punk, you better call her ass out on it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of, and that's exactly what we were going to talk about next is calling them out. You have to be able, or we have to be able, you don't have to do anything. We're just you just telling sit you, there and listen. You can just listen that, you know, either we're the greatest moms you ever heard of or, or you're, calling CPS. you're calling CPS and we're screwed. Oh, coming for you, Debbie. <laughs> but, um, we have to call them out and it doesn't matter where they are. So oh, if yeah. we hear our kids are speaking in a way that we don't appreciate. If we see them acting in a way that we don't appreciate or approve of, no matter where they are, whether it be with their friends or whatever, we're gonna call them out, mm-hmm. and we're gonna, and I know my sisters gonna call out my kids. Now, are you know not all siblings in our family parent the same way. We all want the same result, um, but I think the the girls in this family are definitely harder on their children than. <laughs> Wait, we just okay, were... so. We had just Oh, there's a paper under the door. Oh my god. So we just you go get the paper, yeah. I'll give the backstory. <sighs> so by the time you guys hear this podcast, <laughs> we have already released our Ghost Stories one and we recorded them in this same on the same day. So we're we're a little heightened and Nikki and I are in my room, locked up in here. And we're doing our podcast. Okay. And we all of a sudden hear like a rustling and we don't know where it's coming from. And we (laughs) pause because we're totally scared and there's paper under the door. So this is what it says. Right now I'm pissed. I'm going to get him back. It says, good night, guys. Please come in our room to say good night to us when done. Mom only. Bye. Good night, Nene. I'm Nene. And it's signed, Ian little jerk no it's oh but that's nick's writing oh little shit so it's nicholas that's totally nicholas's writing (laughs) mom only mom only they don't want you oh i'm going in there now (laughs) i'm a fart too (laughs) (laughs) so um oh my god my heart is still like i know (laughs) we like we looked at each other like deers in the headlight like oh shit in the headlight nikki I know. I need to take English classes because I don't know the English no more. I mean speaking the English is so good. Oh. I mean, do not know the English is good. Dears is dears. Dears is but and we joke with them too. Like right now, like if I would if I would have seen this and Nick be in front of me and he would have been waiting for my reaction. And then when my, the when, no Chapo, when Chapo chimes in and says don't be mean to them. I'm like no, no, no. That's just how we are. Yeah. The kids chime in and defend their idiot Nini, which is Nikki. So, um, the other thing we do is we have the serious life conversations that with m- our children. Many feel they're too young. So, just um, a week ago, um, Antonia sleeps in her own room. That's her father's doing. Because if I had it my way, I had everybody in the same triple king size bed. Oh, hell no. And, but some nights, she wants to lay and cuddle and talk. So, okay. We had actually been here, and the news had been on, and it was in the height of the protests and everything. And so, she's nuzzled up like a little bird, all cozy, and we're just about to, like, kind of doze off. And she says, Mom, what's a protest? (laughs) And I was like instantly awake like what so we have that conversation as much as I can for a seven-year-old of course I kind of like not dumbed it down but childed it down Right, right and then she was like well what's racism and what's this and what's that and we had that conversation in a snippet because then she said I'm falling asleep can we talk about it more tomorrow and I wasn't gonna say oh it's not anything for you to worry about don't worry about it Cause it is something she needs to know about, and you have to seize the op- those opportunities to have those conversations. I've already had sex talks. I've already had talks about the body changing. I've already had the talk about suicide, and that's a big one. Like I yeah. actually got into a heated discussion one time with some friends of ours because the husband um, in the couple was adamant that I that in talking to my children openly about suicide and that Evangeline was around as she was too young, that I was putting the idea of suicide in their heads. and this, Like I was assigning them suicidal tendencies. And it wasn't too long before you had that conversation that our brother had come home from work, and at the time he worked with at-risk kids, and he had had a seven-year-old that killed himself. Yeah. So they know what it is, or they kind of have an idea, or they've heard about it. And not to mention, soon thereafter, having these talks with my own kids um my my middle son was at school and a kid in his class second grade was saying comments like you know expressing suicidal tendencies my son because we had already had the conversations would get in the car and he's like mom so and so said this at school today and i'm like huh i kind of like tried to brush it off a little bit until the third time he told me and i'm like okay if i brush this off again and something happens now i'm responsible too and it he alerted me time and time again three times in a row and now as the parent it was my job to take action say hey i think this might be just kids being kids but just in case it's not considering the climate and how young kids are committing suicide. I have to tell you this just out of concern for this kid's safety. And I mean, had I not had those conversations with my, my son, he wouldn't have known what to look out for. They, I also, and he might not have even said anything. No, because he might not have paid attention to what the kid was saying. Right. And, and we, we need to talk about that kind of stuff with our kids because they're only getting older. And, and, yes, Nikki, <laughs> go ahead. Well, and School of Chapo, okay? I think yeah. we take it a little bit farther on this one than right. Mom did. Right, right. But, um, with, like, Antonia, and she's my only child, and she's a girl, I'm always having the conversation about who cannot touch her absolutely and where they can't touch her and we even have gone as far as they might tell you this right or they might tell you this yeah and they're gonna say hey if you tell your mommy she could get sick right or you know your mommy might get mad or just anything that people that prey on children can say and we have that conversation all the time even at the doctor right when they did her last physical and they said okay i'm gonna check you down here like just to look and she said... And they kind of give you that look like, is it okay? Well, she said, well, that's okay because mommy said if she's in the room and you're a doctor. And the doctor looked at me and goes, wow, good job, mom. Right. But we have those conversations. Yes, all the time. And it's, and, and it's like, if you know my kids personally, I guarantee you we've had to talk about you. You're not allowed. This is who is not allowed. Every single person... Is not allowed to see. Even you though you touch love you. them and they're right. funny or they buy you toys. Right. Like I we haven't gone as far I'm like, I name Nana. I right. name Auntie. I name right. the uncles. I name people by name. Right. Because that's who it usually is anyway, somebody that you know. Right. Um, but we those are conversations we have, and I know you're anticipating comedy from us.
1: And it's... we do,
0: but our kids are pretty serious. Yeah, we have. I mean, the exhaust there's a reason why. We're exhausted because raising these kids is exhausting. And you think that they don't notice everything, and they do. Oh, yeah. Like, after dinner, and Tony will be like, Mom, uh, you want me to get the medicines? And she knows that, like, I take my medicine at dinner. Oh. And she, like, knows which bottles. Uh Uh-huh. And then she knows, like, oh, Daddy needs that vitamin, and I need that, like... They see everything. Well, and that's the amazing thing about the kids. In raising them to not think that the world revolves around them, they become very aware of other people's needs. I actually say that. <laughs> it's really true. I tell you. Her, the world does not revolve around it all the time. It's not just about you. Yes. And, um, and so I've noticed, especially this year, that if I'm sitting down and I'm writing, that my kids will stop and go, oh, mom, I'm sorry. Are you in the middle of writing? And if I'm like, yes, why, what's up? Oh, nothing, nothing. It can wait. And then I'm like, well, wait a minute. Is it important? Well, you know that one YouTuber, I'm like, eh, if it's about YouTube, it ain't important. The answer is no. And I'll get to you in a little while. Otherwise, you know, the fact that they are mindful that I'm doing something, that they're they're not going to come and try and just say, hey, this is what I want. Um, it kind of is that alert that, okay, they're starting to be aware of like, other people's needs. The four of them know we're recording. Don't come to the door. Right. Don't no. come in the room. Right. I think Nick's note slip, little jerk, was the first thing. <laughs> That's the loophole. Yeah. He's always going to find the loophole. He should be a lawyer. Oh, shit. Um, we believe in the village. We so, invoke the tribe. We invoke the tribe because it, you know, it's been said many times, it takes a village to raise children. And there's times where I'm like, one of my kids does something wrong. And I'll call Nikki and be like, you need to talk. I, I will. This is what I'll say. You need to talk me off a ledge. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm losing it right now. I'm like, oh no, what happened? Especially during the school year. I'm Especially like, during what the school year. happened? And again, it's usually my beloved oldest child. But he's so, <laughs> he funny. so funny. He's such a jerk. He's going to the- Like today. So, as soon as everything went down with Antonia, after I informed her father, I had called Andrea and I was like, hey, look, she's not spending the night tonight. Just so you know, I don't know if Evangeline's still going to go or not. Okay, then I called my brother, whose house she was supposed to spend the night at, and I told him, and he said, "Hey, tell her this." I said, "Actually, no, you You tell tell her her this." Mm -hmm. So the phone got put on speaker, and he told her all the fun stuff they had planned, everything she was going to get missed out on, Mm -hmm. and why does she lie? And she already so she got the talk from him, and then as soon as I hung up, the hands went in the face, and she sobbed very dramatic. It's so funny, like when when one of the kids get in trouble, and my kids will say. You're gonna tell the family. Antonio says the same and thing, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna tell everybody." Please don't tell the family. No, We're gonna tell everybody. We're gonna talk about it, and then I tell them, "I don't tell the family to humili- humiliate you." Yes, you do. I do, but they don't need to know that. I tell the family because they help me raise you, and they need to know that. Hey. This is what happened, and that's why these are the rules, and this is what what goes on. Yeah, because let's just say, like, we'll use Nick. He's our favorite example, right? That you tell Nick he can't go on YouTube, but then he's going to be at my house. Right. And if he's like, hey, Nini, can I go on YouTube? You're like, sure. If I didn't know, but because I know, guess what? I'm going to say no, and then he's going to get a lecture on what stupid thing he did. Or if, like, if my kids are with Chappell, and Chappell know the rules... But she can't say no to her grandkids. Mm. And one of my my siblings are around and they'll see that, you know, they're on YouTube and they're not supposed to be. And they go, uh uh, uh your mom said and You're not restriction. Yes. So there then the village comes in and help and sometimes the village can get our kids to do things that we can't get them to I do. I was so I will literally so many times tell Andrea you need to talk to your niece. Okay, so perfect example with, with where I came to the rescue for my friend and me. Um, She got, last year, she was like the poster child for illness. She got the flu, strep throat. And bronchitis. Bronchitis. All in one. I mean like boom, boom, boom. Super sick. So she ended up with a rescue inhaler. But she wouldn't take it and uh nikki's like i can't deal with this child i'm done i keep telling her she's her inhaler she's not doing it so i had had the bronchitis um soon before that like not long before that so i was like i know i'll make a video so i made a video of me using the rescue inhaler for her friend of me for my friend of me and then i texted it over to my sister who showed my friend of me And And then then the little shit took the fucking inhaler. She took the inhaler. Like, prior to this leading up, it was like chaos out of a movie. Like, I'm going to hold you down. I'm going to do this. I'm I'm going to take this this away. And then it was the scare tactics of, you're going to be in the hospital and we can't be with you. Yeah, they're going to put needles up your arm. You're going to have tubes. And she is so freaking stubborn. But... Auntie did the rescue inhaler video and she was like, oh, that's how I could do it now. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was it. But I mean, it happens with so many different things. You know, our oldest brother um, was able to teach our niece how to ride a bike where our her own father couldn't teach her. Um, you know... N- Nikki can get my kids to, I don't know, do anything. I was going to say, I get them to do anything. Pretty much anything. Mikey got all the kids walking. Oh, yeah. Literally. Yeah, our, our little brother has gotten all four of our children to take their first steps. They have all taken their steps to him first. And that's because we need the village to help us raise our kids. Um, along with the village comes lots of rules. So many. Um, we both agree that our kids are not allowed to have any sleepovers with friends at friends' no. houses. No, absolutely not. Um, my I know somebody, mm-hmm. I'll say it that way. Yeah. And their daughter, who's younger than Antonia, and Antonia's going barely in the second grade, has sleepovers all the time. Yeah. At multiple houses. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, I'm really trying not to judge you, but I'm judging you because you don't know what dangers you're putting your child into. Right. Like, you have no idea. And I know. It's like, oh my gosh, you guys are such paranoid parents and what's going to happen? It's like, look, we're not helicopter parents because we want our kids. I actually like it when things don't go right for the kids. So like, let's say there's a plan. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, let's say today, like today, but let's say instead of Antonia getting in trouble, let's say at the last minute, Mikey and Aaron had to cancel. Mm -hmm. Now, you and I both know people Mm -hmm. that would be like, You can't do that to them. You disappointed them. They're breaking their heart. They've been waiting. And I'm like, Life is disappointment, bitch. It's like, No, no, no. That is such a teachable moment for the kids to be like, Hey, things aren't always going to work out for you. You need to learn to, and here's the magic word, cope. Uh, What does that mean? Uh, Right? And that's in English. You need to learn that. And that was so important for us to teach our kids that failure or things not working out or expectations not being met, all of that stuff is necessary to succeed in life. Mm-hmm. to cope in life, right? So I actually really like it. I mean, I don't like it when I'm supposed to be kid-free and then I'm not kid-free. But other than that, I really do like it when things don't work out for them because it's a great teachable moment. Um, There's we, we also, like, aside from the no sleepover rule, and as she gets older, depending on how the other family is, what age she is, totally different right the rules change as the children mature um but there's also crazy strict online monitoring for all the kids oh yeah um i like for antonia personally she didn't get on a tablet or own a tablet so she was at least three and by that time she was already so preoccupied with other stuff that she really never stays buried in it unless she's like engaged with a cousin right watching the same stuff right um but uh, I think it was last year or the year before that all those things were like popping up on oh, kids. right, um, right. It I was forgot what the, it was um, called. Oh, um, they were hacking into the system and... Oh and so gosh. there were two different things. One was like this scary face thing. Um, and the other thing was somebody kind of Momo. like... Momo. Momo? Moo I don't know. <laughs> this is our age showing. And the other thing was like kind of... Tempting them to commit suicide. Right. It would and, like give subliminal messages. And so um, all of our kids knew what those were. Right. We didn't hide it from them. No. Um, and then if they saw it, they had to tell us. Right. And that kind of went back to having the serious conversations with them and just knowing what they're on. Like nick will always come to andrew and be like okay there's this youtuber and i want to watch him but and he says the d word and the c word. but he and doesn't the H word. say too too bad curse he words. doesn't say the f word which is so funny considering who his mother is and his auntie and his auntie but even still if it's approved for them to watch or do we still walk up and we're like what are you watching what are you doing right like try and get the sneak attack right be a chapel style and, and nicholas of my three kids you know he's the gamer he absolutely, he's like Fortnite with his friends, and I have to know the list. Who are you playing Fortnite with? You can't just accept anybody. What's approved? Whereas my other two, for Ian and Evangeline, they're more into like, um, you know, Ian's an artist. So he's... <laughs> he's a tortured artist. He's a tortured artist. So he's all like tutorials. And Evangeline just wants to see anything that has to do with like Young Love and Mermaids. <laughs> For all the boys I Loved before, that's yeah. your favorite movie. Oh my gosh, she kills me. I know. I she think kills it's because she identifies with the lead character. Um, the other thing that we do is we assign blame. And then them little jerks gotta own up to it. So if something happens and they'll go, oh great, it's all my fault, we'll go, yes. It is your fault. And I mean, I've been with people that are like, oh my gosh, that's so mean. I'm like, why? I told them. You're going to knock over your milk. You're going to knock over your milk. Push it back. Push it back. They give you that look like, Ugh. and then guess what? The milk spills. And then they're crying over spilled milk. Yeah. Okay. Antonia, this is like two days ago. She's, she watches these kids on YouTube, and I hate Ugh. these little kids. But I let her watch it because they're not, they're not doing bad things or stupid things. They're just but annoying. They're just so annoying. Usually the parents annoy me more. Well, oh, yeah! YouTube parents want to punch you, you in the two face. You parents are the worst. We just got a whole group of enemies right there. Yeah. But the, on. her, one of the little girls had like cut a piece of her own hair. And oh. they were like telling her how it's not her fault. And totally just whatever. Right. And you're right. like, okay, that's not a big deal. But I remember I looked at Antonia because Antonia knows that I hate these kids. Right. And I look at her and I go, um, what would happen to you if you did that? She's like. I'd be in so much trouble. I'm like, Uh uh-huh. So I'm glad that you know. Yeah. You're watching these. My kids literally say, I'd be dead. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be dead. Yeah. My son got, he was like in the third grade, second or third grade. He got in like a little bit of trouble at school. And um, he was like, I'm dead. I'm dead. His teacher like called, she's like, I need for you to just tell Nicholas that he is not dead. I'm like, oh no, he's right. He's dead. (laughs) And, but it lets them, they know that they aren't perfect. Yes. Like we don't have the kids that are like, I'm perfect. I do no wrong. And then do something facetious behind oh, yeah. their parents' backs mm-hmm. and then be like, no, it wasn't me. They know. No. That they are not perfect. And and in doing all of this stuff, and this is what I hope Nikki and I are doing. I hope we're raising, and, and this word's used a lot, I hope we're raising advocates. Oh my gosh. In yes. In having kids that realize that they're not perfect. It's not OK to be walking around punking other kids. Oh, and that's the other thing. If my kids mess up and I told them, if you ever bully another kid, um, I will make you go up to the parents of the kid that you bullied. I will make you apologize to the parents and the kid at the same time. So um, this past year. So here's a Nick story for you guys. Um, And he's a great kid. But he's a pendejo sometimes. But he's the example because he's the oldest. He's the oldest. So you're probably like, damn, these bitches saying they strict, but this kid, Nick, he a little punk. Right. No, he just is the example. He got the humor award at his school the week after he was in the, in the dean's office that he sent himself to because he felt terrible. Because he said a bad word at school. And so he went and told he on himself. Told on himself. To the dean. <laughs> and he said, well, I didn't want to lie. Been there, whole. That's why he told on himself. He has so much to learn. Anyway. Um, so he said a really bad word at school. Went and turned himself in for it. Um, the dean called me. And I was like, oh, he dead. Now, calm down. I... I he is. He's not in trouble. We talked about it, and I'm like, "Well, if he's not in trouble, then why are you calling? Why you calling me? Because the minute I get a phone call, he's in trouble. Okay. He better be sick. That's why he better hope the phone calls. <laughs> he better be throwing it. up. He better be throwing up. He better shit his pants. Oh no, that'd be gross. Oh, to transport. That would be so bad. Yeah, let's keep it with throwing no, no, no. up. Oh. Ah. Anyway, um, and she's like, no, "No, no, no, no. We we took care of it." You know, we, we had a talk with him and I was like, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. She's like, I want you to promise me that he is not in trouble. I said, nope, I'm sorry. I cannot promise you that. I'm going to deal with him when he gets home. Okay. So what I did... Uh, When the school day was over or ahead of that, I went online on the schools, on the school. You got to get ahead of your enemies. I had, I had to get in front of the news, right? I'm like the press secretary for Nicholas. So (laughs) I had to, I didn't have to do this. I wanted to do this because there's other kids around with his bad behavior. That was a good PR move. So I went and I wrote this email. I mean, this, this full post on the parent Facebook page. And I said, Hey, listen. My son's in this grade. Um, He did this today at school. So first thing I want you to know is that I'm apologizing to you if any of your children were around to witness my son's bad behavior. You have to know we take it very seriously. We are dealing with him. He will suffer the consequences. If you have any questions or concerns, call me. It's like the old decrees that they would like... Roll out the parchment and nail it up, up, right? (laughs) And I had to make sure I did this because there's also parents on those pages that like to call out, you know, my daughter heard from these boys this bad joke. And your daughter probably told the joke. Well, in interrogating my son, I'll say, hey, you know, so-and-so, yeah, um... Is she like a really, like a really good girl or does she never do anything wrong? And he'll be like, remember that joke I told you last week? Yeah, that was from her. So Miss Goody Two-Shoes Innocent Girl, who's To daddy, mommy and daddy. To mommy and daddy, who think that she does no wrong, is blaming all the boys at school. She ain't so innocent. And we support girls. And we're totally support girls. But, but don't get my babies in trouble. Well, no, not even that. It's like. You have to be able, I needed to tell myself, look, I can't be that parent. I need to be able to blast my kid so that he knows now everyone's going to know what he did wrong. Because what stops us from doing the wrong thing? Fear. Fear. Fear is what stops us from doing. I felt like that was a thing in class. It's like, oh shit, was I paying attention? Was I not? They're calling on me. Fuck. Oh fuck! I'm in trouble. You're so like you just threw a guess. It's like guessing C I'm like for multiple choice tests. Fears. You're so lucky. B is the most common answer though. It's, it's is it? Yeah, I looked it up. But how how could people be guessing C? Because they don't do. We the were correct told research. false fake news. Ew. So yeah, I blasted him on the Facebook page, and I was all. Oh, it was so pleasantly surprised by the parents that were like, "I am. I loved seeing this." This is the best thing I've ever seen. You know, I, there was a lot of radio silence, but I got a lot of feedback from parents that were appreciative. That I was gonna call up my kid because I, I don't want him to think he's perfect. He's not perfect, and I he know needs all jerks. And perfect. he needs to like you know, those parents that make their kids hold signs. Yeah, like, I think yeah. those parents are the or the best. ones that they bullet somebody on the bus and they have to walk for the week. Yeah, I'm always like, I'm always like, yeah, you're doing it right, and I I love that. We love that. And that kind of ties into the last one of that we parent our kids in public. Yes. So if they are dumb enough to act a fool while we're out, they're going to get embarrassed. Yeah. They might not get spanked in public. I know. It's late though. They might not get spanked in public, but they're going to get disciplined. Right. So I always laugh at this story because... One time, Antonia, myself, and Chapo were out at Kohl's. Chapo liked the Kohl's. Mm. Probably had a gift card. Homegirl like be living off gift cards. Oh, yeah. She'll keep them forever. she get a ton, though. And that day, so we have a rule that Antonia has to either hold my hand, hold my pocket, hold my purse, whatever. And that day, she was kind of testing her boundaries. She was probably like four or five. And so the square clothes racks, she kept kind of like going on the opposite side. So that I couldn't see her. You know, she had her warning. I'm like, get over here. And so a couple minutes would go by. And there she goes on the other side. Get over here. And she kind of kept. And so finally I got her by the hand. And I got up in her face. And I was like, do you want to get taken? Because somebody will kidnap you. And you will never see mommy and daddy again. Never, never, (laughs) never. You will see, you won't see Nana anymore. They will do bad things to you when she got, you know, these huge eyes. She was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And so she stayed right there. Well, this woman, uh, she was probably like, I don't know, 50s, 60s, looked at me and was like, and I was like, what? And I kind of like, I don't even remember now what I said, but I kind of like made a comment to her. And then she backed the fuck up. But I'm like, no. I'm going to let my kid know, even when we're out, that, hey, nowhere is safe. Everybody is a predator. Everybody is Everybody a possible is predator. Everybody is a predator. Yes. And she's going to get disciplined in public. Yep. And if she gets embarrassed, well, that's her damn fault for acting stupid. And there is nothing wrong with them getting embarrassed. And I've always hated that. I mean, we know people who, when their kids were a certain age, like, look what you did. You embarrassed them. It's like, so? Yeah. yeah. They need that. That's- so, yeah. No, they're not going to be stupid Mm-mm. because then they're going to get that ultimate embarrassment in a police car in front of the store. Right. So, I mean, that's our little, you know, those are our little secrets, our parenting tips. So hopefully for some of you, if your parents out there, you're like, huh, I think those are pretty good. I might give those a shot. Or if you do it like we do and you feel like nobody else does this. Right. Well, just know we do. we got your back. Yeah, we're there. So wherever we see do you. It. Like, do that mean grab with your kids' arms in the store and you whisper that mean whisper, like, I'm going a, I'm to a beat your ass when you're home. I have actually commented parents at my work. Yeah. They have gotten on their kids and you're I'm like, like, Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you for being a parent. And then right. they just kind of are like, these parents get like this like proud look on their yes. face. Like, somebody recognized that like, as I'm a I'm going to let you in on another thing. secret. Okay, I'm going to let you in on another secret. We keep being told over and over again, that we're all just doing our very best and we should all support all mothers. Like, I can't speak for the fathers. I don't know what y'all have to say. Um, but uh, for women, like, you're supposed to just support, support, support. But I'm I ain't so- a bro. Uh uh-uh. uh. I, I, it <laughs> 24 hours written across me? Because I'm mm, my I support protein. host. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, i ain't your I'm not control top. I ain't your spanks or your scams. So I don't, I don't support that when your kid's acting like a little shit, you know, that I'm supposed to be like, oh, you're doing your best. I know sometimes there's instances that you can't, that parents can't control. And there's things that I see parents do that I could never do. No. Like I myself could never let my kid like eat with their hands and explore the texture, right, and all that. Because for me, that was just more work for me, right, to clean up in the end. And really, it's probably best thing for the kids, right. learn And date. because look, Nick was afraid of hand paint, <laughs> and look, he doesn't even like to touch Cheerio. <laughs> yeah. So I always see those parents, and I'm like, right, it, it gives me like a cringe because I know the mess that they have to clean up. But but doing... at the same time, I'm like, right, you're doing mm-hmm. what I wouldn't do. Absolutely, like that's a hundred percent. But on the other side, the ones are just like, all right then, you lay there screaming in the middle of the target aisle. Oh, I want to go over them with my car. I'm going to go. Bye. And that little, wonderful child is in the middle of the aisle screaming, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I'm like. Give me one week. I swear. Not even. Give me 48 hours with this kid. That's all. But we ain't we we're not auditioning for for the family swap no, shit. uh-uh. I'm not super nanny. I'm just saying that kind of shit. drives Yeah, she me nuts. got some patience of a saint. Oh man, cause she never spanked. Uh-uh. At least on camera. Oh, on camera. Maybe she's a pinch. <laughs> but anyway, we're tired. Like yeah. Um, My eyes are literally, like, closing shut. I feel like I'm drunk. I'm like, let me visit you. Yeah, you got the bloodshot going there. Oh, my gosh. You're looking like a vampire. But, you know, if you'd like to hear more from us on this topic, head over to our Instagram or Facebook at Suburban Hood Moms. Or you can find us on Twitter at Diary Moms. And leave a comment under this podcast thread. Also, if there's a topic that you want to hear us talk about slide into our TMS so left, so and let left. us know and don't forget to like share follow and comment and that's all for this week so vaya con Dios. stay safe and take your vitamins like good little hope now get the fuck out peace